This is the I'm Speaking Podcast with Mercy and Priya. Grab your favorite drink and join your two girls, Mercy and Priya, to learn about what's streaming and if it's worth the binge or not. Stay tuned and find out how many martinis we give it. What's up, everyone? This is Mercy and Priya, Season 8, Episode 5, and today we are reviewing and giving you a reaction for Big Little Lies. Uh, This is an amazing show. It's an American drama based in Monterey, California, and it's also based on a novel written by Leanne Moriarty. and I hope I'm saying it right. I'm totally sorry if I'm botching it. (laughs) The novel, Big Little Lies, was written in 2014, and she has multiple novels, and we actually, in our Queen Bee's book club that is part of our Edge Charitable Foundation um, organization that both Mercy and I founded, In our book club, we read one of her books, Nine Perfect Strangers, and that actually, that book actually has a show out as well that was really good that had Nicole Kidman in it. So we read that book and of course, you know, we loved um, the whole storyline and it's very, very reminiscent of the same type of writing happening in Big Little Lies. Now, full disclosure, Mercy and I did not read Big Little Lies, so we cannot compare directly the the, the storyline in the book to the show, but we could definitely talk about the show because we loved it. And a lot of our favorite actresses are in this movie. Um, so Big Little Lies is all about the relationships of five women in Monterey, California. Madeline, played by Reese Witherspoon, is a busybody stay-at-home mom. And boy, is she a busybody. <laughs> <laughs> Celeste is played by Nicole Kidman, is Madeline's best friend, a one-time successful attorney who has since become a stay-at-home mother as well. And the whole story is sort of based on Celeste's relationship with her husband. And spoiler alert, what happens to her husband? And I'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Nicole Kidman plays her best friend. And the death that is teased in the season's premiere ended up being Perry Wright, Celeste's husband. Perry's killed by Barney Car- Bonnie Carlson, played by Zoe Kravitz, during an event happening for their school, a, a trivia night, I, bl- I believe. Um, and there's so much drama, so much juicy stuff that's happening in here. Other actresses that are in this, of course, I said Reese, Nicole, uh, Shailene Woodley, Alexander Skarsgård, who plays uh, Celeste's husband, Perry, uh, Laura Dern, Adam Scott, James Tupper, and Jeffrey Nordling. Um, so it's a great cast. Um, so Mercy, why don't you tell us a little bit more about the show? Yeah, of course. Well, hello, everybody. And hello, Miss Priya. Hello. Um, <laughs> so big spoiler alert again. Like I always tell you, if you haven't watched it, this is the time to pause, watch it, and then come right back. I already shared like a bomb already. Priya. <laughs> All right. So where can you find the show? Show plays on HBO. It was an H- It is an HBO show. And again, it is based on the book. So what they do is they break the book down into three different seasons, mm-hmm. but it is a limited series. So it ends mm-hmm. on season three, and that is that. The book ends, I'm sorry, the story ends as the book ends. Um, Excellent book, excellent writer. Um, While we have not read the book, we've heard incredible things about the book, which is one of the reasons that we actually decided to watch the show. We had also read a different one of her books, and we're looking towards reading her latest book. So where, why did we decide to watch this? 
Priya, why did you decide to watch this show? Um, well, I think, I think you had told me about it or we had discussed it at some point, but, um, one of the big reasons why I wanted to watch it is because Reese was in it. Nicole Kidman was in it. Zoe Kravitz, Shailene Woodley, uh, who was in the Divergent movies. Um, I, I wanted to watch it because of the actresses, uh, and it looked like a really, really good show. Um, and I, I loved it. And, you know, full disclosure, I didn't know it was a limited series until, you know, we were prepping for this episode. I, I thought there was more. <laughs> I was like, when is the next season going to come out? I thought there was more. And of course, that, that's all only based on the fact that I didn't read the book. I didn't know that was the ending. This is the same ending in the show as in the book. Um, so I watched it based on the fact that I love the actresses and I believed we talked about it. Yes. So I'll tell you, I watched it because Lauren uh, highly recommended the book, which I didn't get to read. And when the show came out, she told me that's the book I read. I told you was amazing. The writer is amazing. You've got to at least watch the show now since mm -hmm. you didn't read the book. And I said, all right. So I watched it with her and immediately right off the bat, off of the first show, I was in love with the, not only with the story and the beautiful actresses that are part of the story, but with the scenery. Mm. Oh my gosh. Yes, that Their is totally your houses. vibe. <laughs> oh my totally gosh. your vibe. <laughs> the houses, those beach houses are like a dream. Yeah. And the fact that it's all happening in Monterey and then they they go back and forth over that beautiful bridge and they go to Carmel, mm -hmm. which I've been in both places and they are just as spectacular as they look on the show. Mm -hmm. um, just had me, of course, I'm a, a Reese. Witherspoon fan as I am of um Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman yes so I I loved it I had not seen or I don't recall seeing Zoe Kravitz perform as an I hadn't seen her as an actress and if I did I guess it wasn't a big enough role where I remembered her so I was really looking forward to watching her in this show mm -hmm. um so that's how I heard about it that's who Lauren is who recommended it um and I can tell you, I'm not sure about you, but I was like in awe with the show. I could not stop watching it. It's like once I started, I was so into the characters. And one of my favorite parts was how the women during the costume party, which was the trivia night, which goes back into the night where everything happens. It's that, that big scene where you have um, the big death of Celeste's husband. Mm -hmm. They're all dressed up as... Audrey Hepburn and different movies that she played uh, throughout her whole career. And it's just so beautifully done and it's so pretty. And I wish I had read the book because you know how sometimes your imagination can be so much grander than, than an actual show. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's something I'll do in the future. However, I think it was just perfect on the show, how beautifully uh, these ladies dressed as mm -hmm. like how they dressed like Audrey Hepburn. It was just yeah. wonderful. Yeah, you know, I, it's so funny because the first, the one of the main things that attracted me to the show once I started watching it was all the mom drama. <laughs> okay, so Reese plays Elle Woods in Legally Blonde, and I was totally getting flashbooks, flashbacks, and I love those movies. They were fun. They were fun to watch, and I think Reese is really fun to watch. And in this role, she's such a busybody like Elle was. And um, there's so much drama going on. And she's also sort of oblivious, like to what's happening in her household. 
uh, which also made for more drama. And she's married to Ed McKenzie, uh, who who's played by Adam Scott. Poor Adam, <laughs> he's like <laughs> he's like collateral collateral damage. Yes, this whole show because Reese ends up hooking up with the painter. The painter, yeah. I'm trying to remember his yes. name. Um, yeah, but she ends up hooking up with a painter and continues the, the affair. And then Adam finds out about it and it just blows up in her face. Um, so there are a lot of subplots in this movie. So the the death of Celeste's husband, um, Perry, who's mm-hmm. played by Alexander Skarsgård. And if you're under a rock, you don't, you don't know who the Skarsgård brothers are, but they're in a ton of movies, really good actors. Perry dies because Bonnie pushes him. Bonnie pushes him in defense of Celeste because he thinks that Perry's going to hurt her or kill her. And Perry throughout the whole show is abusive. He's a very abusive husband. He beats her. But it's like this crazy, like, um, and I don't know how how much. I'm waiting to hear you explain that one. (laughs) I don't know how different it is. Uh, And I'm sorry, guys, if you hear noise in the background. I live in New York City, so there's a lot of noise happening right now in the background. Oh, good. so I don't know how different it is from the book, but the way that they depicted it in the show is Nicole Kidna, Kidman, Celeste, and Perry would fight and Perry would beat her up, like give her bruises and cuts, like punch her. Like it was bad, really, really bad. And then have makeup sex, have crazy makeup sex right after they fight. It's like they needed to fight in order to have really good sex. So she never left him, I guess, because of that whole dynamic. And of course she loved him, you know, so that it like really messed with her head. Um, She knew that she was in a bad situation where where she was getting beaten, but they were also having this crazy, good, delicious makeup sex afterwards. And I think that really messed her up. But in that scene where he dies, he's about to hurt her. And Bonnie just comes out of nowhere and pushes him and he falls downstairs and I breaks bones, breaks his neck. I don't know, but he dies. And then all the girls come rushing there and they have to, you know, the police is called, blah, blah, blah. It just, it's so. The whole plot. About so kind of juicy. Just, right. It's just about stopping, like just hiding. They're, they're hiding this big secret, right? This yes. big, big lie. little lie. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So what that's what the show is all about. So I wanted to mention that the book was almost a movie. So it was oh. supposed to be a movie and it became a show instead it also, another little fact that I wanted to mention about it was that Laura Dern had played Reese Witherspoon's uh, mom previously. Oh. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So before there was um, in a show, wait, let me read this exactly to you. So before Big Little Lies, Laura Dern, who stars as upright power player Renata Klein in the show, which that's a whole other topic, like yeah. her character was a whole other topic. Whole big mess. Played, yeah, played the fictional mothers of Witherspoon's characters in Wild and Shailene Woodley's characters in The Fault of Our Stars. Oh yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Oh. Yeah. So these me. three actresses now in this show play mothers of first graders. Mm-hmm. And that's really, this is what connects all of them is that they're all moms. 
Yes. Uh, so they're all, you know, females, best friends, moms, and now they have these secrets that they keep as one. Mm-hmm. And they could not possibly be any more different. Every single one is absolutely different from the next. And while some of them have so much power and so much money, um, you have, you know, the one that doesn't have all of that money, which is um, Zoe, right? Yeah. No, no, Shailene doesn't have a lot of that money. Shailene is not rich at all. She's struggling, actually, because she had to leave her son's father. Right. And so that becomes the whole next issue, Mm. which is that the father, Celeste's husband, who is now dead, and the father of her boys, it turns out that he had raped. Mm. Remember? (gasps) Oh, yes. Oh, my God. How could I even forget? That was a huge part of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Perry, Perry had raped Shailene's character, Jane. Shailene, correct. Fire at now, a party. Yeah. Yes. So she also had a first grader and who has, who was showing all these different um, behavioral issues, mm. just like the other two boys, Celeste, yeah. two boys. Yeah. Um, and now they're brothers and now they figured this out. And now you're seeing what the boys are facing in school mm. and how, you know, one of the boys is being bullied and how the two brothers now come to his defense and how the two moms cope with the fact that they were friends and didn't realize that they were also, the one had been raped by the other one's father, Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, by the other one's husband. And, and there's just so much that keeps yeah. evolving as the show goes on. So many then, lies. <laughs> right. And yeah. then they bring like the queen badass of all, um, to the show as the stepmom mm. so Meryl Streep comes in and she's like oh the boss, yes. right yeah so she comes in as Mary Louise she's the mother of this crazy man that's just been killed yeah or he wasn't crazy he was an abuser because mm-hmm. let's face it the whole show is talking about domestic abuse yeah. and regardless of how you see the the victim she's still a victim not only is she a victim, but so are the children. Clearly, there's another victim, which is the one that is raped. Um, but the mom, Mary Louise, does not see that. And so she comes in, she infiltrates herself into their lives, and then wants custody of the boys. And so that's like a, a huge part of the third season. Mm. And, you know, it, it all works out at the end. And the whole, the whole show comes to a, a full circle but the women change so much throughout the whole um, experience that they they go through. They Um, really, really struggle. So going back to the kids, the kids are like, you know, the sub, a subplot, like there's a whole other story going on there as they're struggling. So Ziggy, Ziggy is uh, Shailene's son, Jane Chapman's son. Correct. And he's really sweet and kind. And um, Josh Wright and Max Wright are the sons of uh, the abuser. Perry Wright. And I believe it's Max. If I'm, if I'm correct, I believe Max is the one that is abusive. And um, yeah, it's, it's this whole big drama. All the kids have stuff going on basically. Um, And it's, it's a really, uh, it's really sad what they have to go through because there are, they are the kids of their parents, you know, and what they have, what they have to deal with. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah I, I mean you you had 
the the part that you you know your mind's going to everything that the kids are going through and again these are first graders mm -hmm. so everything that they're facing then you're looking at the domestic violence you're looking at rape you're looking at infidelity with uh, Reese Witherspoon's character um, you're looking at friendship at a power struggle with um, as a businesswoman with the other character yeah um, then how that how that portrays as a mom like if she's so much into her business that then the daughter feels neglected and how the husband is feeling and the husband kind of gambles all the money away and now you have this woman who had everything and she's completely broke because her husband kind of gambled all of their money yes. so there's just so many different things going on that I, you know we, we really hope that you enjoyed the show hopefully You've already watched it if you're listening to us, because mm -hmm. if not, we just killed it for you. Um, that you love it as much as we did enough to talk about it, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I wanted to talk to about also was that Shailene Woodley was so is so beautiful and radiant, and her skin is so glowy that they actually had to work really hard to make her look like the frazzled looking Jane. Really? Yes, because her, so her character is Jane. Yeah. And Jane is stressed. She's been raped. She's trying to raise uh, her son, uh, her son on her own in this town where it's so expensive to live and she's struggling and she's doing all these different things. So she had to actually lose weight. She they had to put makeup to make her look worse than what she really looks so yeah. they made her look she looked pale sad and darker under her eyes oh. so it was kind of crazy so just oh. wanted to share that with you oh like a fun um, little fact i love that yeah another well, I thing i, I don't wanted, love the fact that she they had to dumb her down but i mean that they did it for well the because they wanted to show a woman that was going through a lot yeah not a woman that had all the face creams to have the glow and was eating all the right foods and looked perfect and was in shape and wasn't like underweight. And so that's a reality of life. And yeah, that's where it was. Yeah. So the other thing that I thought was really interested is that every single character was assigned their favorite uh, fashion label. So oh. these, yeah. So these women who have so much money, right? They're like millionaires on the show. Obviously you see it with the homes they live and the cars they drive Yeah, and the cities that they live in. Um, they wanted them to look very genuine. So they told them, okay, so if you were a millionaire, if you were truly rich, what would you wear? And then each one chose the, the style or the designers that they would want to wear. So for example, uh, Madeline would be all about Carolina Herrera, Kate Spade, and J. Crew clothing, mm -hmm. while Celeste would be Max Mara. Mm -hmm. um, and then Joe, Zoe Kravitz, right, would wear more of the robe and La Perla type of clothing, um, and then more of the free people or Zara. So it was it was really great how they gave each character or each person, each actor the choice of what would you wear? I thought that was interesting because it kind of made it a little more organic also, as opposed to dressing these women in something that they wouldn't feel comfortable in. So yeah. it was just, you know, different little things um, that I thought were interesting that we may not, not have known of 
when we saw the show. Uh, That's an interesting take on um, on character development, you know, assigning right? your Absolutely. clothing because your what you wear is your personality. You wear your personality. Right. Right. Um, you're faking it or whatever. Um, right. So that that's really interesting that they had them develop their characters in that way where they had to wear these clothes um, or right. assign a designer to them so they could think in that fr- fr- that that mind. They could think in that uh, frame of mind during their scenes. Right. Because they become that character. Mm-hmm. And now you have this character. So let's say Reese Witherspoon. Let's just you know concentrate on her and you have her and now not too far from the truth because Reese has, you know, she's a powerful woman with a lot of money, but let's say that she becomes a stay at home mom who is a millionaire and, and this is her life now, what would she wear? And, you know, how would she like to look? And I, I thought that was a, a cool addition to, to character development, exactly as you said. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, so I wanted to just mention a couple of the books that, that Leanne Morady has, uh, which is the couple next door. She, the latest one is Apple never falls. That's one where there's oh, another Apple never fall. There's another movie, a show coming out based on that one. Right. Is there really, I don't know. I wasn't aware of it. Check it out while I read out the rest. Uh, <laughs> the Big Little Lies, which we just saw a uh, husband's secret. Well, Alice forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see the nine perfect strangers, which we saw, we read the book and saw the show. We yeah, loved it. Loved it. Uh, the husband's secret and truly madly chilly. No, I'm sorry. Guilty, truly madly guilty. <laughs> uh, three wishes and a whole bunch of other ones that are here, including kids books, as you had mentioned. Yeah. So yeah. she does have a big following. People do love her books. I know that specifically from Lauren, who just loves her and reads every single book that she writes and knows all about it. I think that's a big factor in in all these movies is that she's such an excellent writer. Um, But I wanted to mention, there was a movie, I don't know if you remember it, Priya. Um, It was actually a show. And I think it's, it had to do with Little Fires. Oh, yes, that was also uh, with Reese Witherspoon. Yep. Reese, Zoe and um, yeah, Reese and Zoe were in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this kind of reminded me and sometimes I would confuse like the Wait, wait, wait. No, that's not Zoe. We're mixing up. No, it wasn't. It was Carrie Washington. Yeah, it was Carrie Washington. Carrie Washington, Mm -hmm. which was excellent. And I think that was just also limited. It was just like the series based on something else, but it was just excellent. And it reminded me maybe because of, of the word little in it, but anyhow, I want to ask you now, how many martinis do you give it? Mm, How many martinis? So I loved it. I did love the show, but I'm sort of compelled to give it four martinis, four martinis. And I love all the subplots. I love the themes. I love all the social issues that they dealt with. Um, But I felt like some parts were drawn out a little bit. Like, I guess it's because they took one book and they split it up into three seasons. It felt like it it took a while to get to the big lie for it to be, you know, like dealt with at the end when Zoe goes to to the police station. And she's about to tell the police what she did, right? Like, I felt like it took a long while to get there. And that's the only reason. 
why I would give it four martinis. It just felt like it was drawn out. I think so. I, you know, I'm going to agree with you. I think that they could have shortened the plot. Um, I think some of the things were a little bit too out there. Mm. Um, what? what was out there? Um, I think the, the, the whole court scene to me was just crazy. Like how they were bringing all these other crazy lovers uh, that Celeste had had. Um, and yeah, so it was just, you know, I, I, again, I didn't read the book, so I don't know how factual that was, but if you're a domestic violence victim, I don't feel that the, the show should have gone there to, to show the other side of her, if, if that was even part of the book. So again, I don't know about the book, but it, to me, it was a personal turnoff. Like that was unnecessary. Although I do understand that if you are in court, everything is brought out, right? And yeah. that regardless of what she did or didn't do, she was still a victim and just did not deserve it and did not look for it and all that yeah. crazy I, stuff. And, and just based on what you're saying, so this show has a lot of triggers, trauma triggers. Yeah, it so does. So if, if you're listening to a podcast before you watch the show, just be aware. And obviously you'll know that just from what we're saying, that there are a lot of trauma triggers in there, the, the right. violence, the, 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 the murder, um, the, the rape, there's a lot of the stuff the kids go through. There's a lot of stuff happening here. Yeah. Um, yeah. so just be aware. But, um, and right. So, it, and the things I absolutely loved, I loved all the scenery. It was just spectacular. I loved, um, the cast I thought was beautiful. And I loved the, that girl bonding, um, experience in the show and how true they were to each other, regardless of whatever was facing them. I loved, um, I loved a lot of the show. I want to say that it's, it's a show I would highly, highly recommend. And I, I'm going to give it four martinis as opposed to five, only because of some of the ways that they addressed uh, the victims mm. in the, in the show. Other than that, I would give it a five, but because of that, I'm going to give it a four, Yeah, but it's still, a, it's still a great show to watch. Um, and, you know, I can't speak enough about the, the books and about the writer and about the cast. The cast was just incredible. So I wish I had one of their houses. Sometimes bigger is not better, you know, maybe. Oh, no, no. But I just love the house. I'll take yeah. one of the houses as is like, I'll take an eighth of the house. I don't even want the on whole the house. Beach. On the beach. Just on the beach, but decorated <laughs> as they had it decorated and that's beautiful on that same spot. And I would be happy with that. So the show was excellent. I really highly recommend it. Um, like Priya said, it does have some triggers, but if you know, if you can watch that and you can deal with that, it's definitely a show worth watching. And the the actors in the show were phenomenal. I really yeah. love everybody's part. It was really great. And I know it's become a little bit of a thing where we talk about the soundtrack for the shows. So couple of the songs I actually like fell in love with from the show like Cold Little Heart by Michael Kuwananuka and if I'm botching his name I'm sorry uh, but Cold Little Heart was a beautiful song and River by Leon Bridges I love those two songs um, yeah. and you hear that a lot in the in the opening and throughout the show and Zoe Kravitz actually has a song in the show called Don't Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. So um, the soundtrack is very nice. It's very like 
mellow and dramatic and heart provoking, um, but definitely a beautiful soundtrack. Awesome, awesome. I love, I love the music in the show, no doubt about it. So until the next one, we <laughs> hope you enjoyed it. We hope you kind of agreed with us <laughs> in a lot of it. Um, and, you know, we look forward to hearing from you and seeing what you liked and what you didn't like about the show. Yeah. So yeah. go ahead, Priya, and take it away. Yeah, so definitely check it out. We both rated it for martinis. Make sure you like, share, follow all of our episodes and our podcasts. Check out next week's episode where we rate and review another fantastic show. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Have a good one. See you in the next one. There goes Bentley. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cute. I'm cute.